1: are you ready for the word praising this is pastor pearson of word of faith christian center here in sunny san antonio texas a bible believing bible teaching church where jesus christ is lord and you'll never be bored i want to welcome all of be back to our radio broadcast and i pray it's being a blessing to you and yours so sit back and relax as i bring a message from the word of god just for you but please 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 have an ear to hear what the lord is about to say because if you do i guarantee that you'll be blessed today So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called transformation and manifestation. Something God wants to do for every born-again believer. God wants transformations to happen in all of our lives. Transformations that God wants to manifest in our lives that will cause us to become more godly men and women of God in life. That's why God sends his word to you and me so that it can transform us into being the people that God wants us to be are people who are more godly. The things we see and learn from the word God provides us are things that are given to us so that we can be the godly people that God wants us to be. But although that's God's intention for giving us his word, our response to what he shows us in his word determines what transformation he shows us will actually happen to us. It depends on what we choose to do with the word that God shares with me and you that will determine whether any transformation will happen actually in the lives of me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we respond properly to the word that God shares with me and you, so that we can actually experience the transformations that God wants to happen in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Praise God. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got a Bible, I invite you to turn to James chapter 1. Come on, let's have some more fun as we dive back into this word that God gave me to give to you. We've been talking about transformation and manifestation. Two things God wants to manifest in the lives of me and you. Transformation and manifestation. Because God desires each and every one of us who are his to be able to experience transformation and manifestation. Transformation is where things get changed, up to and including me and you too. And manifestation occurs when God calls to happen the things that he desires us to happen, the things that we even want Him to, ha- want to happen in our lives too. God wants both of them to happen in, in your life. Prayers, God. It's transformation and manifestation. But we've been working on transformation first. Prayers, God. Because in order for m- most manifestations to occur, the transformation has to first occur. So that then we can then be in position for the manifestations that he has in store for us. If I can put it this way, God got a blessing waiting on you. But you might not be ready for what he got for you. So what God going to do is get you ready for what he has in store for you. So you can be ready for what he had in store for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Just like some folks say, well, yeah, my manifestations, I want to be married. You ain't ready to be married. Praise God. Hello, you're still too selfish, too self-minded. Praise God. Too arrogant, too ignorant and stuff to be married to anybody and torture anybody like that. But don't worry. God can deignify you. God can, God can, de- God can change you from being selfish to selfless. Praise God. So he'll do a transformation in you so that you can be ready for his son or his daughter when he send them to you. Praise God. So that you don't torture them. Praise God. But you'll, you'll be able to enjoy them and they'll be able to enjoy you too. Praise God. God says, you know, you got to be ready. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of us said, we need to be rich. He said, no, you don't. You need to learn to quit blowing money on what I give you already. And you need to learn to tithe and offer what I already gave you. Praise God. And then we talk about doing something else. Because there's, there's a transformation that's needed before there's a manifestation. So we're going to talk about the transformation right now. Praise God. So that we can be ready for what God's want to do for us. Because God wants to do some great things for us. Transformation is good, too. Not just manifestation, but transformation is, too. James chapter one, begin reading, praise God. Verse 16, it says, do not err, my beloved brethren, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights in whom there is, whom is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. Notice God has no variables, nor a shadow of turning. He says every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. The good and perfect gifts, we already found out that word good is talking about good, but it's in good in any sense. It also translates a benefit because it's a benefit to me and you. Now, this is according to what God says is a benefit, not according to what we says is a benefit. Because if we had to depend upon ourselves to determine what's a benefit, we'd still be the way we was back in 1965, some of us, praise God. We'd still be stuck back into that depth thinking that we're alive. But but no, God said, I got a better idea for you. I got better ideas planned for you about things I want to do for and through you. And we need to learn to yield to God and let God be God and let him do what he has in store for us. Because it's going to be good for you. It's going to be beneficial for you. And it's going to be beneficial for everybody around you too. And have you prepared for all the things that God has in store for you. We found out that we should desire the transformation that God wants us to have. I said we should desire it because change is available to me and you to be the better person that God wants us to be. So that we can be able to do the things that he also wants us to do. We found out that that transformation process began when we first got born again. That when, we, when he first moved within, that's when the transformation process began, was he moved in on the inside of you, began to recreate us in his image and after his likeness. But he didn't stop there because then he started sharing with us his word, so we could be transformed fully into what he has in store for us so that we could be the full, complete person that he always intended us to be. And then he could entrust us with the things that he has in store for you and me. We found out the life that God has in store for us is a good life. He said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's the God kind of life. Well, remember, we've been living our lives, our whole lives in the world that Satan orga- orchestrated and organized. He didn't create, but he orchestrated and organized it in such a way as it's operating according to a system that he established that will systematically keep us from being the people that God wants us to be and achieving all that God has in store for us. But just the fact that we're moving forward into what God has in store for us shows us that he's a failure anyway. That he can't stop us from being able to be the people that he wants us, God wants us to be. He can't block us from being the people that he wants us to be. All he can do is convince us to do something other than what God wants us to do. But if we hear the word, learn the word, and allow God's word to be able to do in our life what it do, it'll transform me and you, inspire us to be able to do it, and then empower us to be able to do it. So then we can step up and do it like we're supposed to do. We found out God wants us to be conformed into the image of his son. So therefore, we ought to do everything we can to just let our, to help ourselves be transformed into the image of his son. Last time, last few times we got together, we found out one of the things we need to do is allow ourselves to be transformed in and by God's hand, to be transformed in and God's by hand, in God's hand. So we found out we have to humble ourselves under his mighty hand that he may exalt me and you in due time. We have to bow our will, bow our way to what God has to say so that then he can transform us and then raise us up to the place that he has in store for me and you as well as increase our pain. We found our place in ourselves in God's hand and cooperating with him will afford us the awesome opportunity. I said the awesome opportunity. I said the awesome opportunity to be transformed. Praise God. Why? Because we are he is the potter. We are the clay. And so we ought to turn our lives over to him and let him do what he wants to do each and every day. Because God will mold us. He'll shape us. He'll form us. He'll reform us into the person that we're supposed to be, because many of us are formed and shaped in ways that we ought not be. We got things in us. We got things operating in us that never was supposed to. But God said, that's all right, because he can then be able to com- complete the work that he started in me and you and continue to transform us. God has a right to do what he wants to do, by the way, because, you know, he done paid us, pay for us with a price. But at the same time, we should not be begrudging of what God wants to do. We ought to cooperate with God and let God be God and let him do what he do. Last time we got together, we found out nobody knows us like God does. Nobody can mold us like God does. I said, nobody knows us like God does, so nobody can mold us like God does. In fact, if you let God be God, I said, if you let God be God, it won't take him long to do what he wants to do. The problem is, is me and you keep getting in the way of him doing what he do. Because we are dirt with a mind. Man, A lump of dirt, a <laughs> big lump of dirt, you. I should say, a big lump of dirt. We're lumps of dirt with a mind of our own. And so because of that, away from his will, do we constantly roam, And we won't let God do what he want to do. But what we need to learn to do is cooperate with God and let God do what he want to do. Because God will perfect those things that concern me and you if we just give him half a chance to do what he do. In fact, we found out last time that we ought to ask God, say, God mowed me. I said last time we said that. But if you want to say it, you can say it again. Praise God. Hallelujah. I ain't going to stop you, praise God. Go ahead and say it. Say, God mold me. Transform me into the person you want me to be. Put in me everything that needs to be in me so I could be the person you want me to be and get out of me everything that shouldn't be in me so I could be the person that you want me to be. Turn to Isaiah chapter 64, please. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 64. We ought to be a people that want him to do it. I said want him to do it. Yes. Hardest thing to do is mold a moving target. Praise God. Trying to mold it. It's just ducking and moving and ain't where it's supposed to be. Look at your neighbor and say, you're getting quiet. Is it because is you're turn, turning pages? Is it because you're turning pages? <laughs> or is you ducking again? Ask him. is you ducking again? Praise God. We in Isaiah chapter 64. See, God is the potter and we are the clay who will be the work of his hands if we just let him do it. Isaiah chapter 64, verse eight, it reads, but now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay and thou art our potter. We all are the work of thy hands. We all are the work of thy hand." See, once God became our father, he wanted to get to work on me and you and begin to start transforming us into the person that he wanted us to be so we can live the life that he intended for you and me. He wanted to begin to transform us so that he can then be able to conform us into the image of his dear son, Jesus Christ, who is the express image of who the father is. And it's the same thing he wants to know, wants to happen in the lives of everybody that's he is. He wants us transformed into a certain type of people. Now, there are very important factors concerning our being molded and shaped by God. So if you want God to shape you and mold you, anybody here want God to shape him and mold him? If you want God to shape you and mold you, then that means there's some important factors you need to keep in mind while you're allowing yourself to be molded. Certain factors that you need to keep in your head so that you can be able to make sure that you don't do something else instead but you'll cooperate with God and let God be God. I think I'm going to give you seven factors today, praise God, seven factors that you need, to, the important factors concerning our being molded and shaped by God. Let's start with the first one. Factor number one, numero uno, and that's that God will use his word in the transformation process of molding us and shaping us into the person he wants us to be. God will use his word in the transformation process of his molding us and shaping us into the person he wants us to be. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 18. God is the father. We are the clay. He is the potter. And he's going to mold us his way. But he's going to use his word to do it. Jeremiah chapter 18. Thank God for his word. Jeremiah chapter 18. is a passage that it is that helps us to see that too. Start with verse 1 it says the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying arise and go down to the potter's house and I will cause thee to hear my words how'd you like my God voice did you like my God voice it was I've been practicing it praise God can I do it again arise and go down to the potter's house and I will cause thee to hear my words that's what he wants you to do he wanted him to go down to the potter's house so he could hear his words then i went down to the potter's house and behold he wrought a work on the wheels speaking about the potter's wheel and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter so he made it again another vessel it seemed good to the potter to make it that's you You are a a vessel that was marred in his hand. He didn't want to marred it, but when you placed yourself in his hand, you was already marred. You was marred as a result of being born in sin, shaped in iniquity. You was marred as a result of living your life in iniquity. You was marred as a result of uh, being churched rather than being transformed. You was marred, I should say you stayed marred because you was churched rather than transformed. Hallelujah. Because just because you come to church don't mean you get transformed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But yet he said, once we place ourselves in his hand, he said, I'll make you into another vessel. That's what God wanted to do. He wants to make you into another vessel. It says in verse five, then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Notice he said, can I do with you what it is that I, that potter does with that clay? That's because you have to give him your permission to do this. Yes, he's Lord. Yes, he's God. Yes, he is the potter. Yes, he's the father. But you still got to give him permission. You got to cooperate with him for this change to be able to happen. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anybody in here parents? I know your kids always do what you say, right? Mm-hmm. Even when you give them good advice, praise God. I know they always like right in there with you. They're always cooperating with you. And they always, and, and and if you like that, let me see you wave your hand in the air. Praise God. Oh, there's not a hand in the house. One more time. Parents in the house, raise your hands. Oh, dang. Look at all them parents. And none of y'all raise your hand. God will say he'd be the first to not raise his hand. Because he said his children don't do what he says either. They don't always cooperate on him. He told them a simple instruction get up and go to the potter's house. They don't always do that. Show up if they feel like it. And then sometimes when they get here, they don't feel like listening to it too. Mm-hmm. So he's asking a question O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as the potter, saith the Lord? Behold, check it out. Don't miss this as the clay is in the potter's hand. So are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. I can take your marred pot self and I, can, and I can transform you if you just let me do what I do. But notice what he said back in verse one. He said, the word which came unto Jeremiah from the Lord saying, verse two, arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words because it's those words right there that's going to cause the transformation to occur. It's those words that are going to be used for the transformation because God will use his word in the transformation process of molding us and shaping us into the person he wants us to be. See, in, the, in shaping his people like the potter shapes the clay, God shapes and reshapes our destiny. God shapes and reshapes our destiny. You was on your way one way, but then God interrupted your life and started putting you back on course for the destiny that he had intended for you in life. But if you cooperate with him, he'll get you there. It won't take him long. But based based upon how much he got to work with you, how long it takes for you to let him work with you, how often you jump off the wheel, reposition yourself on the wheel. Hallelujah. And don't operate according to his will will be how long it takes to get you there. It don't take long, God long to get people there. I always say, and you heard me say it before, if you didn't, if you heard me say it, act like you didn't hear me say it. I said it only take him six days to be able to create the universe. And he didn't even use the nights. How long does it take to shape you? Only difference is that the universe cooperated. It didn't talk back. It didn't step back. It didn't walk away. It just let him do what he do each and every day. And he got it done just like that. Us, we've got to work with us and convince us and cajole us and draw us with bands of love back to him again and again. And then he starts it and then we quickly run away and then he got to go back to the beginning and start it all over again. And hallelujah. But if we just work with him, it won't take him long to do what he do. Because to transform us into what he needs us to do, He's going to use the word that we hear to do it. See, if they just allow God to be able to shape and reshape them into the person that he wants to transform them into being, then he'll get, they'll get to live their lives in the destiny that he planned for them, that he planned for them. Good God Almighty. I remember one time, I, was, I used to stay in Detroit, praise God. I remember one time, long, long, long time ago, praise God. I just got, not I just got saved. I was saved for a minute or two. We were still staying over there on, on Yolanda. Prayers, God. No, we weren't on Yolanda. We was on Arizona. We're still staying on the street called Arizona. Praise God. And I was riding from the church that used to be on the east side back then. East side, Bishop. You know, I had a revelation. He moved on the east side one time. Praise God. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's when, in fact, that's when the church grew its largest. Praise God. It had its fastest growth on the east side. Praise God. But anyway, long story short. Amen. I hear you. Anyway. Y'all wouldn't have a problem if I moved on. Oh, no, we won't talk about that right now. Praise God. Anyway, I don't get nervous. Praise God. I was just asking a question and dang. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it moved the church over on the east side. It had its fastest growth right there, pretty because the people, you know, didn't think they was all of that. And they wanted that. Amen. Praise God. So they, they filled the house just like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. And stayed there, too. Praise God! Anyway, long story short, it when when they when they um, when, when when we was we was riding back one time, I was riding back from the house, and remember, you know, my wife would tell. You, and remember, you know, Detroit had hit a little area of desolation at one point in time. Praise God! it started looking like a war zone. Praise God! Where all these houses was missing, and all this land and stuff was was you know you see all these places where houses were. You know, it used to be beautiful neighborhoods, but then it was like, no, not no good. And it was like, oh, my goodness. You know what I'm talking about. Cause yeah. Yeah. And you're like over there John Iron in, in, in Nevada, praise God, right over there. Praise God. Anyway, I remember I was riding past there one day and the Lord spoke to me. He said, if you would have did what I told you to do with your money, all of that would have been yours. He said, if you would have did what I told you to do with, with your money, all of that would have been yours. And it wouldn't look like that now but you didn't do what I told you to do. So therefore, I couldn't do with you what I wanted to do. And then he, you know, know, he'll say something to him, jack you up, you know, and let you go back to what you was doing. I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, my goodness. He said, if you'd have did what I told you to do, with your money, then all of that would have been yours. He said, all of that. He just showed me all that land that was over there. He said, it all been yours. He said, and it wouldn't look like that. God has a destiny for us. He has things He wants us to do. He thinks He wants to do through me and you. But we got to cooperate. I wonder how many places of desolation exist today because you didn't do what He had to say. I wonder how many families is tore up now because you didn't do what He told you to do when He told you to train yourself for ministry and then get into the ministry He had in store for you a long time ago. I wonder. I wonder how many. How many. How, how much desolation is manifested because you're still dragging your feet and not doing what God said to do. I wonder, I wonder. I let him talk to you about that. I'm just, I just use it as an example of what he said to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, all of that could have been yours if you'd have just did what I told you to do. I was like, oh my goodness. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing what God says in his word about the transformations and manifestation that he wants to happen in our lives. Transformations and manifestations that will call us to live more godly lives. Hope that you're getting a better view of the importance of these transformations and manifestations happening in the lives of me and you. Then, just maybe, you might let God do what he wants to do. That is, cause transformations and manifestations to come to pass in the lives of me and you. Our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Let's let him be a God of transformation and manifestation in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So, come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I also want to invite all of you to the conference that Word of Faith San Antonio holds every year. It's called Faith of Fire Conference. We'll be firing up the flame of the faith of God within you so that you can stay on fire for all that God wants to do for you and through you. It starts tomorrow, July 6th, and it runs through Saturday, July 9th. We're going to get this party started at the opening service tomorrow evening at 6.45 p.m. Then there'll be three sessions held Thursday and Friday, one at 10 a.m., one at 12 noon, and the other at 6.45 p.m. Ladies, Faithify ends on Saturday with a Woman's Breakfast Fellowship at 9.30 a.m. where you ladies will be fed naturally with an awesome all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers of Word of Faith just for you. And then you'll be fed spiritually with an anointed Word of God ministered just for you. Nursing and VIP transportation service are available for every service. Children's Church will be held at the evening sessions. All of this at no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So mark your calendars so that you don't miss this awesome time of word and worship with some other word-loving saints like you from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas that's being held at Word of Faith San Antonio. So come on through and bring some other saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Both you and your faith will be set on fire at the Faith of Fire Conference at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow. For more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you, call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.